Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. Welcome to episode 363 of the Department of Defense. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me as always is Carlos. I'm here. What the fuck did you do to your beer? I didn't do anything. Just ignore what I'm doing with my beer. <laughs> I, uh, well, I, I guess I will. I, I can't. I, I can't ignore this. <laughs> I, um, so I, so I, I had a, a tall glass. Uh, that I, and I had uh, this uh, the beer I'm I'm drinking that's not that we're not judging for the show this uh, IPA uh, from this bubble stash, it's uh I poured it in there a little fast. Did we have this one on the show yet? I don't think so. Uh, we could have. I have no idea. I, I just like. I don't think so. I saw like oh here's some hoppy stuff. Yeah, no, it looked it looks good. Okay, I. So, anyways, the I had some time to shove my hand on top of it as the foam rapidly rose to the top, and I just had to let it uh, let it sit a little bit so I could vent. It's a weird thing to do, man. It was a weird thing to do. Yeah, well, sometimes you just got to vent. All right. Well, uh, we should probably do the thing at the top of the show where I do the things, right? Uh, where I give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our black belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornsson, Tyler Romanski, Hoppen Barrel Brewing, Brian Jones, Devin Stinson, and Phil Feldman. If you'd like to become a patron, head over to patreon.com slash blindestudios and become a patron today. I and mean, Carlos, you were telling me something about the black belt patrons the other day. Yeah. So you're familiar with boomerangs, right? Uh, I hear that they uh, that they always come back unless they won't. Yeah, you throw them and they always come back except when they don't. Yep. Well, it turns out our patrons can throw any object and they'll return to them if that's what they're trying to do. I can't think of any situation where I'd want that to happen. Well, you know, that's... <laughs> huh. You know, it really isn't very useful for them, is it? It's not. It, it's really, it's really not. Like normally, I mean, at least it's like they have any, to any, actively try to do it. So it's not like, like everything they're throwing away is coming right back at them. Like, but still, yeah, I guess it's it's not the most useful. It's a fun party trick, though. I guess, um, can they throw it and it land and then they can summon it back? Or is it just it has to do like a... It's an act of motion. Like it can like either bounce right off the surface, come back to them no matter what the angle. Okay. Or like it could just boomerang right back to them. They can do either Okay. Yeah, no, that's that's completely um, useless. Yeah, no, I mean, they can do the whole Thor's hammer thing with any hammer, but, like, I, there's not really a need to do that, is there? No, there, there's, yeah. there's, there's not huh. at all. Yeah, no, I, huh. it's, it's not very useful, I guess. No, but, I mean, if, if you would like a... Um, I mean, a mildly useful uh, party trick. Party trick. Uh, head over to blindinstudios.com. Click on the patron link at the bottom of our homepage. Become a patron today or head over to patreon.com slash blindinstudios. Uh, and yeah. Uh, while you're at blindinstudios.com, go ahead and click on that store link or go to teespring.com slash store slash blindinstudios and check out our cool merch. All right, Carlos, what have you been up to, man? Not too much work. I'm looking forward to getting this next week of work done because after that, two weeks of no work. Ooh, and I'm really looking forward to that. I haven't that had. It sounds very exciting. I haven't taken any vacation time since uh, <laughs> end of December, so that'll be nice. Yeah, that'll be very nice. Um, yeah. Anything else? No, I, I really haven't done a whole lot else recently. Like, uh, I helped. I helped a little bit with some of the meal prep for uh, Madeline Island. Island. Yep. Uh, but yeah, besides that, not a whole lot. 
All right, let's see. Things that I have done uh, the past week. Uh, it's been kind of a busy-ish week. Um, went diving on Tuesday night at Perch Lake um, with my dad, and we found, uh, we found a bunch of garbage on the bottom. I found a fin and a mask. Um, and then my dad found, uh, I mean, a, a paddleboard or, or paddle, or paddle, I don't know, um, which watching him swim underwater with it was quite comical. Um, oh man, my allergies have been really bad. So you couldn't use the paddle to try to give himself, himself all some more, uh, some more, uh, speed? Well, so, uh, paddleboard, uh, Santa paddleboard one only has the oar on one end. So like a kayak paddle, maybe, but... If he used the paddleboard one, he would just like spin in circles. All right. He couldn't like turn it sideways, get it up, and then like slice it through the water, turn it back, and let's get some grip. Well, that just seems like a lot of work. It would be a lot of work, especially when you have fins on your feet. Yeah, no, which it, which are a lot easier to use. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure the fins would be a lot more useful. Yep. Um, yeah. Let's see. Besides that, on. I feel like something I, yeah, um, it was just kind of a chill week, uh, recovering, uh, oh, you know, I went to the Mall of America with the Stinsons on Monday, uh, we played the longest round of mini golf I think I've ever played. The longest round? It was so, it took us 45 minutes to get to the 14th hole, and then we just left. Why? Why did it take because so long? Because it, the mall was packed, and it was a Monday. It was insane. What? Yeah. I have no idea why, why it was so busy. Um, but yeah, so we did that, went to the Mall of America. If you're, I don't know, it's cool to go to every once in a while, like, to see. Um, I didn't, ended up not buying anything. It was, eh. Was it, uh, I think Brian was showing me his, like, uh, free round he got. Mm-hmm. Which I think they just gave him to make him go away. I'm pretty sure that's what Because, like, just getting a, a hole-in-one on mini golf isn't that exciting. Well, it's only a hole-in-one on the last uh, hole. But you guys skipped the last hole. You stopped at 14. <coughs> Sorry. What the hell? Casey's slowly dying in the studio at the moment. His eyeballs, he, he didn't sneeze his eyeballs out of his, their sockets, though. So we're good on that front. <sighs> I have no idea what just happened there. That was not fun. Um, anyway, so uh, we did do the 18th hole because that's like you put the th it's like the ball return. Oh. But like if you if you get it in like the little pipe, then you get a free round. All right. So. So he actually did win something that they said he could win. Yes. Yes. All right. I still think they just gave it to. Him oh no! I'm way. pretty sure that's what that's what it was too. Um, and then Friday we went up to Pitchfork. hadn't been up there in a minute. Yeah. Um, and Fredrickson gave us a bunch of garlic. So yeah, no, there's the, he gave us a bunch of garlic. That was no something that he did. Yeah. And I had a good pizza up there, and those are pizzas are always solid. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then yesterday, um, did meat pies. So yeah, we did uh, did meal prep all weekend for Madeline Island. Um, and finally finished. I think what happened was like, so I, I see, after seeing that like batch of pies, I think we did a double batch of pies for when we did the, that was a double batch for, no, I mean for, uh, last year's, um, uh, Renaissance at home thing that we did. No, no, we did the same amount of pies that we did for yeah. Ren, Renfest. Yeah. So then cause oh, like after seeing those pies, like, Oh wow, that's enough to get through two days. Maybe. 
But we also will have sandwiches to snack yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, we'll have so. other things. And Wow, my nose is just going crazy right now. It is not fun. Um, yeah, and then uh, we went over to our friend Corey and Sierra's uh, yesterday for a little shindig. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a good time. Brought the doggo over. And then I had a unexpected kind of day off today. Like, we weren't supposed to record this episode. I was supposed to have overnight server maintenance. But we pushed that back um, a month. So uh, we got to record this. So I had a little unexpected day off, which oh, was really nice. That means that uh, next weekend we'll see, we'll do the... Uh the first part of the next Fast and Furious movie, and then we are not going to come back to that for a couple weeks. Yeah, we might we might take uh, the next quarter mile off next weekend because right. otherwise like, we're going to be like two yeah. weeks, and that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Take take a little break, give people a little break of it, you know. Well, and we might record when we get back on Sunday from Madeline. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and we we probably definitely will after Gen Con. Right. Because we're Cause, flying yeah, back, not driving back. Right, well, yeah, and I don't want to take uh, two weeks off of right. the shows, so. Speaking of, i got to get Brian in the studio to do a marathon uh, homebrew bound uh, recording session next weekend. Oh, that sounds like fun. Um, and that's actually going to be impossible because he's going to be moving, so i got to figure something out. Well, we could always use the strategy I told him of uh, him burn down his uh, house and then problem solved. That would solve a lot of problems for me. Yeah. He doesn't seem to go for it, though. It's like something's stuck in my nose. I don't like it. Ah. Um, yeah, so that's that's kind of all I've been up to. And this is a very short, like, what have you been up to? Like, we're already on the beer. Yeah, no, we are. Uh, unless you want to do the next quarter mile and then the beer. Let's do the next quarter mile. Because, we, yeah, you can't see you have a full beer yet. Yeah. All right. Give you the stopwatch? Yeah, I got it. Okay. The next quarter mile. All right, we are into the next quarter mile, and we are. This is this is very exciting because we are now uh, finishing our second mile. We're we're uh, rounding in. Well, what is? Let's give a quick heads up for in case anybody doesn't know. Next quarter mile is where we are solely watching Fast and the Furious franchise a quarter movie at a time. Uh huh. And it is. Riveting, and we're on Too Fast, Too Furious, Part Four. Currently, uh, this segment uh, consists of three uh, sub segments: uh, <laughs> plot in sixty seconds, uh, ten second car, and then just general discussion. Oh no, we have the review. We we have the re- rear view mirror. Oh, we have two. rear view mirror. This uh, so the four. Yeah, yeah, we have rear view mirror. I totally forgot. So uh, <laughs> including um, just chilling at the garage. Which is what we call our general discussion topic. I uh, I just decided right now. That's fun, all right? Uh, <laughs> instead of chilling at the garage, we will be doing a rear view mirror this uh, this week as well. All right. Are you writing all these down? Yeah. No, I want to make sure I have all the segments down. Yep. I mean, there's going to be by the time we're done, there's going to be an insane amount of segments. <laughs> I think that's that's the that's point. just kind of the this kind yeah we're we're evolving with the films yeah. All right, so uh, we will kick this off with plot in 60 seconds. Let me get a little... uh, And while you do that, I'll just... uh, So plot in 60 seconds is where we cover in 60 seconds the Fast and the Furious franchise from the beginning to the point in the movie movie franchise where we are at, which is, at this point, all of the first movie and all of the second movie. Mm -hmm. All right, so you want me to give you a, a countdown? 
I think so. I think so. Um, and I may, I may have to, well, so I wrote it down for the first time, and we'll see how that changes speed. But, all right. Yeah, give me a countdown. All right. Three, two, one, go. Tuna Fish Brian races Dom and almost blows up his car. Dom accepts him and offers him a Corona. TFB then bangs his way into the gang through Mia. Mia gives up Dom and friends, so TFB, now cop Brian, can go bust Dom. Nerdy guy gets shot by motorcycle guy. Dom and Brian chase them. Dom races a train, wins, then crashes. CB lets him escape. Uh, too fast, we're back with no longer cop Brian. Uh, FBI guy recruits him and Rowan to drive for forgettable villain number one. Uh, <laughs> FV1 is being bamboozled by Eva Mendez. NLC Brian and Roman race for some cigars, watch a rat in a bucket bite a cop, and then get the job. Brian and Roman get Tej to bond out their cars for a mediocre final act. There's some cars, some helicopters, more cars, an injector seat, and then a boat. FV1 is apprehended, Dexter's dad is bad at his job, and Brian and Roman steal some money. Tuna Fish is not mentioned in this film. You got ten whole seconds left. I don't even know what to do with that 10 seconds. Yeah, no, you, you got it down pretty, you got it pretty concisely. <laughs> like we, we still have a couple seconds to go. I mean, I, I think, I think, I, I think, I think I did pretty good on that one. Yeah. Did I miss any major? Nothing that matters. Let's be honest. <laughs> so uh, this week I got the 10 second car, which means that uh, I got to give a uh, con- very concise breakdown of that quarter of the movie that we just he watched. Gets, he gets 10 words to uh, talk about the the final quarter. So here we go. Brian and Roman catch Verone and wait and, and walk with full pockets. Walk well, with full pockets. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. That works. It pretty much... It, it, um, all right, so uh, do we want to talk about this quarter first and then do the rearview mirror? Or do we want to do the rearview mirror and then let's talk about the quarter let's first the quarter and then first. Uh, and then re- okay. So specifically, this final quarter, um, I think I can summarize it with a single phrase: let down. Yeah. No, it's not very exciting, or I guess underwhelming. Like they have the they pull into a garage. There's this big misdirect of like uh, that they're trying to do on the cops, and they're like all these cars come flying out, and then the cops stop their cars. But oh no, they're no longer in those cars, and yeah, and because they're in the muscle cars, which we know that they have yeah. had, and they have talked about. They've made very clear they're going to do that. Yep. And then there's some weird bonding moments between uh, Brian and Roman and the 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 two guys that that are going to kill them in yeah. a few minutes. Um, which is weird. Uh, and then there's like the misdirect with the airplane, which is what, uh, and then Dexter's dad blow up, blows up Eva Mendez's spot because he, ju- he goes for the plane. He goes for the plane. And the only person who knew about the plane was Eva Mendez. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, forgettable villain one of uh, Verona, Verona, Verone, Verone. I don't know why I keep wanting to add an A at the end. <laughs> like I said, forgettable villain number one. Yeah. Um, he like yeah, so he's like, well, I'm, now I'm gonna kill everyone, um, and he's really bad at it. Like, doesn't even get to it. I want you to kill Brian off screen, and then it makes the guy walk with Brian, and Brian is has to drive himself to. And his, his dad. ejector seat doesn't work. Yeah, no. For some reason, they got only got one to work, and I guess the other one just doesn't work at all. Well, it's really everybody hates Brian, and they were just hoping he would die. All right, yeah. Like, I, I, that's 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 my head cannon. Like, is Tej is like, oh, finally we can get rid of this white guy. <laughs> <laughs> this guy keeps coming in and winning races. Um, and then uh, there's there's some stellar dialogue while the boat's driving away, yeah. and Roman and Brian are in boat, the car. Car boat. boat? 
no, bro, we're not doing that, are we? Yeah, bro, we're doing it. <laughs> I got your back, bro. Come on, bro, no. <laughs> um, and then Brian and Roman launch the car off of the conveniently placed ramp yeah. onto the conveniently placed boat. Yeah. And they save the day because they have a pistol still. Yeah, because they have a gun. Uh, Roman hurts his, hurts his arm. Yeah. So Brian shoots uh, Verone. Verone. It's enough. It's it's a V. It's Verone. No, it's, 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 it's a V. Well, we're going to have to agree to disagree. I'm, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Who is the bad guy in Fast and the Furious 2? Carter Verone. V-E-R-O-N-E. <laughs> I guess they got it wrong there. No. <laughs> right, so, yeah. And so they Did shoot. you think it was Verone? Yeah, I thought, I thought it was Verone. With enough, yeah. How would that make any sense? It seems like a name. Yeah, but he's he's Argentinian. I don't know Argentinian names. Just like anything vaguely Spanish sounding. Usually you go with the V over the F. Mm, I don't know. Unless it's Fernando. Ferone seems like a perfectly reasonable name. Ferone sounds Italian. Maybe he's Italian. He's not. He's Argentinian. He could also be Italian. No, he's Argentinian. He could have some... He could have some Italian blood. He's Argentinian. Yeah, we don't know. Be plenty of, we know. There could be plenty of SpaghettiOs in his kitchen at his mansion. Do you think Italian people eat SpaghettiOs? Well, but he's not just, well, apparently he's also Argentinian. I, I don't know. Maybe they like SpaghettiOs. I don't know. I don't know. No. I, I, no. <laughs> just no. I'm so mad right now. <laughs> So yeah, the, and like Verone, uh, Verone, Verone uh, had a shotgun, but like since he got shot, he couldn't kill him with a shotgun. And then Eva Mendez came in and grabbed that shotgun, and then he's under arrest. He's under arrest. Um, Dexter's dad like confirms that their records are cleared. So um, Roman gives him the three bags that they were gonna steal, um, and then they just stole pocket money. Yeah. And that's that's the end of the movie. It's eh, this is my least favorite film, and I think this kind of brings us into Rearview Mirror. I don't yeah. think there's really anything else to talk no. about there. Um, this th- it starts strong. Yeah the the first quarter of this movie it was, was a really good first act. It was stronger than any part of the first movie. I, first I, I agree. I agree. Um, but as a whole, it fell apart so oh, fast. Yeah. It's like I don't like they have. This is a movie about driving cars fast and racing and all this stuff, and they made it dull. Yeah, I so dull. Like the 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 driving wasn't flashy. There there wasn't there weren't any like big set pieces. There weren't like as 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 we go on, you'll see like more and more uh, set pieces. And I'm very excited for the next mile because. It has what I think is the flashiest driving in the series, um, though I think we might not even get to it in the first quarter. Maybe. Uh, because it starts off with the worst protagonist in in cinema history. But Wow, that's saying a lot. You, you, you'll see. Um, but... So this one, though, like, it started off so strong, like the introduction of Tej, the introduction of Roman, um, Bilkins, right? Bilkins? 
Oh yeah, um, Agent Bilkins is fucking yep, great. This is, and uh, sadly, I believe this is the last we see of Agent Bilkins. That's a bummer because he he like he started off as the through line, and then like they just kind of lose him and they go to Mister Nobody at some point. I, I, um, I, like Mister, I mean Agent Bilkins adds like a, a fun like amount of levity too. Yep. Oh yeah, you know Bilkins was great. He had he, he had, doesn't take himself too seriously. Yep. Um, and he can put Dexter's dad in his place yeah. and all that. And he's got the racer's backs. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, w- I would like to see them bring Bilkins back. Um, unless Bilkins die. I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. Um, but then it just nothing happens. They, they spend all this time, like, trying to convince us how bad of a guy Verone is. So, yeah, they have that cop torture scene where he tortures a cop with a rat, which is, yeah, that's pretty terrible. Nothing comes of it. That Nothing flips on him, anyways. Yeah, no, like that, that that scene was pointless. Nothing changed. Turns out he didn't even need the fifteen minute window. Yeah, it was insane. Yeah, it was so dumb. Um, and then yeah, then we we get to and how was that cop supposed to give them a fifteen minute window even? Like I don't know, he doesn't have that power. Also, like why why is Verone imme- like? As soon as he betrays them, like he's never going to be able to hire anybody else again. And it seems like he betrays people a lot. And it didn't seem like it was for that much money. Three bags of cash. Six bags of cash. Or six bags of cash. That's all. And he's and that's what he all he is running with. And that's that's it? Yeah. There was just like that one hidden stash of quick cash, and that's all he's running away with. Yeah. Like it it, se- it seems like a lot of hullabaloo over like a two time yeah. like drug dealer who wasn't even like good at his job. Right. It's it was a letdown. Uh, that, that that like like it, to have such a strong first quarter, to have some great introductions, and Jen then just flush that down the drain just by being dull. Yeah, it was. I I don't know. Um, so I can't remember. Were we re- rating these movies? We were. Did you remember how we were rating them? Uh oh! I was it. How many seconds? Oh, all right, yeah. Uh, uh, how many? Uh, how many uh, seconds? Uh, yeah, how many seconds is this car? Well, so I think, huh? I, I think I gave Fast and the Furious some number that was actually. I don't think I understood this rating system when I gave the Fast and the Furious movie its rating. I think I gave it like a five or a six because I was thinking, oh yeah, on a scale, it's. But no, like the the higher the number, the worse it is. No, the higher the number, the better it is. If it's a 15-second car, that's worse than a 10-second car. Oh, maybe we didn't do... I, we I, did not. But I, I like to do it with, with like, uh, like I like this rating system. I just don't think I did that for the first movie. Oh, I don't, I don't know if I did either. Uh, but since we don't remember what it was, we're going to do it correctly this way. Okay. So I... This is a real clunker. If it wasn't for the last three quarters of the movie. Okay, so, all right. So, so um, we, we, we need an upper limit. So how many seconds is this car? I think I think our upper limit has to be sixty seconds. It's wow! Like like a one minute car is like, because like a, a ten second car is like the the best, right? Yeah. So a a sixty second car is like that's like what grandma drives to church. All right. Yeah. I mean, it's possible to have a nine second car and stuff like that, but yeah. But yeah, but like our baseline is a ten second. Like, I mean, it, it, you you could go you could go better than the baseline. 
So this is going to be, I'm going to give Too Fast, Too Furious 45. A 45 second car? A 45 second car. I think it's a 50 second car. This is not a good movie. No, it's it's dull. It, it has it has some elements, and like you can you can see, you can see like some some like small sparks. But this movie almost snuffed out a franchise. Yeah. So the main reason I'm giving it 45 is because it had that very strong first quarter of introductions, and just Roman just kind of nailed it. Like Brian was pretty dull this movie. But, like, Roman was always just being fucking weird as hell. And that at least helped a lot. But, yeah, no, it's... And 45 seconds is not good. No. No. But, yeah. Um, let's see. So, box office, uh, 50.5 million opening, uh, opening weekend. Um, and it has a 36% on Rotten Tomatoes. All right. I hope there's no other movies that are going to be lower than uh, 45, 50 seconds, but I guess we'll see. I, I, I yeah, I don't, I don't think there will be, but yeah, well, like if it will, it will probably be not, probably be knocked down, not because of uh, of dullness though. It'd probably be something else that would take it down, if so. Yeah. Um. So when it came out. It grossed over 235 million worldwide. Yeah. Um, and became the highest grossing film in the franchise up to that point. Well, I mean, it was a sequel. I know. So, I just yeah. like I, I like that they have that in here. <laughs> there was the 17th highest grossing film of tw- 2003. Yeah, no, it was a it was a sequel to a movie that like got that people apparently liked. Yep. Um wow. Uh, Tokyo Drift, the next one, um, only grossed 158 million worldwide. Wow! And that was three years later. Hmm. Maybe this one like brought everybody down on the franchise for a while. Did I mean I didn't even I I did not see Tokyo Drift in theaters because they took it a completely different direction with Tokyo Drift. Yep, I I hadn't seen Tokyo Drift until 2020. Like there's no store, no shared storylines. Well, there's just that like uh the. Have you the you haven't seen thing. it, right? I've seen the after movie clip. Okay, but yeah, yeah. So well, yeah, you'll see. Um. All right. Well, should we uh should we try some beer? Sure. See that you're empty. I've been empty for a minute. I'm getting thirsty. Hey, Lando, how about you bring that uh, toy over here? That squeaker. Oh yeah. Hey. Drop it. All right, so we have a beer from Half Acre Brewing, um, and I'm pulling this up. It is called uh, Beer Hates Astronauts. It is a collaboration um, with uh, God Hates Astronauts, which is a uh, Ryan Brown comic book. Um, this is a Citra Hop Vienna Malt Ruler, strawberry hard candies with a potent liquid center. It's an IPA, 7.7% ABV, um, and it has, like, a comic on the label, which is kind of dope. Yeah, no, it's kind of, like, it really sets the uh, it apart with, like, that comic on the uh, artwork. Should I should I read the comic? No, let's let's not do the, the, the comic. Like, if you, if people want to try, they could try to find this uh, can online, either at their local place yep. or probably find it on, online. So, yeah, let's see. 
All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you got it pouring. Yeah, I got it pouring. Why don't you go ahead and start tasting? And so I'll is like mine. is Ryan Brown like a, a webcomic artist then, or? Um, I will look that up in just a second here. Let me get my beer poured. I, I have I have not read God Hates Astronauts, so I'm not entirely sure. Um, Citra hopped. No, it's a, it's an actual image comic. Oh, cool. Um, so yeah, so God Hates Astronauts uh, is a story of superheroes, NASA, farmers, and more. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, uh, tasting this beer. This is. Uh no, this seems like a solid uh, IPA. Let me Ooh, take another sip. aroma very citra forward. Oh, no, uh, there's some citra in here. Um, there's that, like, that Vienna really comes through, like, very caramely and, but, or, like, oh, not caramely, oh, more, like, biscuity. It's biscuity, and then, like, you get that, that nice, like, um, citra punch coming through. It's <laughs> really good. No, yeah, this is a very solid IPA. Um, oh, here's the, uh, uh, the the blurb for God Hates Astronauts. Ready for this? Yeah. A NASA-funded group of arrogant super people must stop a rash of farmers that have been using rocket-powered silos to launch themselves into outer space. As these astro-farmers fire themselves all over the galaxy, NASA must use, utilize their every resource, a guy with a ghost cow head, a bunch of magic bears, and a Chicago cop with robot arms to avoid an intergalactic incident. That is insane. Do you kind of want to read it now? Yeah, I, I do, do kind of want to read it now. <laughs> uh, looks like the entire series is out. Cool. Uh, finished in 2015. Oh, that's kind of cool that they did this collab. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, I, I, I kind of want to know how this happened. It, so this this seems like something where the somebody at the brewery really liked this comic book and then reached out to the guy. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything else you want to say about the beer? I, it's, I mean, it's an IPA. It's good. It finishes kind of sweet. It's not. I, I can see where they, they get like the strawberry hard candies because there is like a hard candiness on the aftertaste. There's like this lingering sweetness. Yeah, there, there is. There's not like, but it's not like so much sweetness that like would bother me. No, no, but it's, it's there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You want to give me a number? Yeah, uh, I think this is a solid IPA. I'm going to give this a 7.5. I was thinking 7.5 as well. This is very good. Um, actually, I'm going to bump it up to 7.7 7 to match the IB, uh, the uh, the ABV. That's fun. I mean, you know, I'll bump it up to 7.7 7 as well because of the comic. All right. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. That's the wrong one. No. There we go. And now the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. That's me. Just a few weeks ago, entertainer Kid Rock posted a picture of his band playing an outdoor biker rally in South Dakota, a venue full of cheering, unmasked fans. There is nothing the mainstream media or internet and social media trolls can do, but look at this pick and weep, knowing they will never beat us, he wrote on Facebook. This weekend, Kid Rock had posted an update. His upcoming shows in Fort Worth, Texas have been uh, canceled because his bandmates have COVID. I am pissed, he said on Friday. 
over half the band has fucking COVID. Not me. Uh, he further warned off critics. And before uh, you shit for brains, bloggers, and media trolls run your mouths, many of them, like me, have been vaccinated. He went on to rail uh, against President Joe Biden's handling of the withdrawal of U.S. forces from Afghanistan, calling for the military to bomb the shit out of those unspecified fox. Uh, the only God knows why singer said he was hoping to try and entertain fans anyway, but couldn't make it work. I am beyond upset and you real ones know I would never cancel if I absolutely didn't have to. He added for this. I am sorry. Rock and his band performed at the Sturgis motorcycle rally in South Dakota on August 8th, which was labeled a super spreader event due to its huge crowds and cavalier nature. COVID-19 cases have spiked more than 500% in the weeks after hundreds of thousands of motorcyclists flocked to the famous rally, which drew uh, one of its largest crowds yet this year, despite the fast-spreading Delta variant. The annual event kicked off in Meade County on August 6th and wrapped up on August 15th, just two days before motorcycle enthusi enthusiasts descended on the state. Uh, South Dakota reported a total of 657 active cases. As of Friday... There are 3,992 people battling infections across South Dakota, with an average of 243 new cases and 123 hospitalizations daily. Meade County, home to Sturgis, has counted 330 new cases in the last two weeks, up from just 20 reported two weeks before the rally. Meade County is also experiencing a positivity rate of 34.2%. Wow. That's pretty high. So Meade County in South Dakota, uh, very sparsely um, populated. Like it's it's near the Black Hills. Like um, the the entire population of the county is twenty nine thousand. It's north of Rapid City. Like there's nothing there. Sturgis itself uh, has a population of. Oh, where is it? Population 6,000. But there's mainly a lot of people coming in all the time. It was a fuckload of people coming in. And 500% is a big uh, is a big thing. And no, it's pretty obvious, though, if you are going to be performing for a crowd that is, for the most part, not going to be vaccinated, it's going to spread there. Well, even if you're vaccinated, the, the Delta variant is going to spread. Yeah. Um, what people aren't understanding is the Delta variant, it's... Highly contagious, but if you're vaccinated, even if you're vaccinated, it's contagious. However, it's a lot less severe if you're vaccinated. Oh, yeah. What is... Uh, my nose is attacking again. I blame beer. Yeah, you should You should blame beer. I, I, I don't mean that beer. I love you. Um, <laughs> can you blame Lando then? <laughs> no, no. I'm just going to blame you. All right. You can do that. <laughs> Um, a one-person anti-lockdown protest in central Auckland has been shut down after the police were alerted to discussions of a potential gathering on social media. New Zealand police said officers were on Queen Street on Friday after hearing a protest was being planned, but only one person arrived with the intention of protesting. Police have been in the area and have spoken to one person who arrived intending to attend the protest. Police spoke to the, to the individual... Who, arrived, uh, who was encouraged to comply with the alert level for restrictions and chose to leave. They said they are continuing to monitor the situation. An Instagram account had called on people who see the bigger picture to get involved in the protest. Um, despite also saying it wasn't involved in the demonstration and had no idea who was behind it. 
Um, the post criticized Prime Minister uh, Jacinda Ardern, Ardern, sorry, uh, and the government for destroying the economy and destroying jobs, despite the government uh, the unemployment rate dropping to four percent in the June 2021 quarter and the economy weathering the pandemic better than expected. Last week, around 100 anti-lockdown protesters gathered on Queen Street, and four people were arrested. Four people were also arrested at a protest of about 20 people. Uh, in the city of uh, Taranga, outside the lo- local police station. Another group gathered outside a police station in the South I- Island city of Nelson the same day, but dispersed after officers issued 20 verbal warnings. The country is a, in a nationwide lockdown as it grapples with the Delta variant outbreak. The decision to place the, the country into a level four lockdown, the highest setting, was made after one case in the... After one case uh, in the community emerged last week, there are now 346 cases in the outbreak. New Zealand's handling of this pandemic is awesome. No, their number of cases have been small because they kind of locked down right away. Uh, They took it seriously right away. And, like, I'm sure their vaccination, like, I don't think they... Their vaccination rate's super high. I think they're still in the process of, like, getting uh, teens vaccinated. I can't remember. I I think last time I heard anything about those stats was, like, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. But, like, that's... But, like, they're they're basically been on top of it, and they're, it's the reason why they their businesses weren't actually that affected. Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, anything tourism-related is going to be bit down. Well, and but, a lot of their economy is tourism-based. Yeah. But, like... That's there's a reason for why also, you would stop that. I also love these like protest numbers: one, four, twenty. <laughs> like, like, and I, uh, what they're doing would never work in a country like. I mean, it would never work in a country like the size of Australia, let alone the U.S. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking population wise. Yeah. I know, I know, Australia is physically bigger than the United States. Before y'all come at me, like. Well, not if you could take Alaska into account. That's true. Well, Alaska's fucking huge. Yeah, no, Alaska is very large. Um, but it's just it like I know it wouldn't work. And just as empty as Australia. I think it's emptier. Yeah, there's probably it's there there's more livable. Well now space. now I want to know. Is it more livable? Huh. Who is there more people in Australia? There's definitely more people in Australia than Alaska. All right. Population uh, density of Alaska and then population density of uh, Australia. Because we're we're not talking about the amount of people. We're talking about the density, right? Right. All right. So, oh, man, I have to convert... um, you have to do some conversions on density. Well, no, no, uh, square mile to square uh, kilometer. Uh, okay, so for oh man, it's close. Really? Well, it's close. So, all right. So no, it's not. Never mind. Alaska is one point two eight residents per square mile, which is one point two eight residents for every. Um, two and a half square kilometers. Australia is three people per square kilometer. So if you extrapolate that out, uh, Australia is three times as dense as Alaska. Oh. Or I guess two and a half times as dense. I will trust your math on that because I just refuse to do math on the weekends. 
Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, back to things. Um, a woman has described her total shock after she spotted a cow casually riding in a car in a Macca's drive-through run. Uh, a Macca's. A Macca's. That uh, limits the number of places this can take place. In. Well, so a Macca's is Australian for McDonald's. Yeah. Um, what what country do you think this? Uh, would, based on that sentence, what country do you think this story uh, is talking about? Well, it would either be Australia, possibly New Zealand, though. Jessica Nelson was struck by the startling sight of a calf uh, looking out the backseat window of the Buick sedan as she pulled through a drive through queue at a McDonald's in Marshfield, Wisconsin. Why is it called a mock? <laughs> yeah, because the, the news story, uh, like the, right. the news story is from an Australian paper, uh, but it's from Marshfield, Wisconsin um, on Thursday. She filmed the scene and posted it on Facebook where it has gone viral with close to 160,000 views. A whole freaking cow, she wrote in the caption. And I, I just, anytime somebody writes all caps, like I just figure it's like a little Schneider-esque. Yeah. Um, Tell me you live in Wisconsin without telling me you live in Wisconsin. Uh, Nelson uh, said she spotted the cow while driving, th- uh, while drive-through lanes were long during a l- the lunchtime rush. I seem to have been the only one freaking out about a cow in a Buick. Uh, Nelson uh, said... She initially thought the ca- the calf was fake until its head moved. Uh, she said she was later contacted by the calf's owner and was told there were in fact three calves in the car. Two were lying down out of view, and they had recently been bought at auction, uh, which she believed to be the Central Wisconsin State Fair. The new owner possibly had no other way uh, to take the bovine purchases home. You're right. I mean, a Buick is big, but it's not that big. It's apparently it's not, you apparently can fit some calves in there. Like, I mean, I guess it'd be like I guess calves are about the size of Lando, so you'd have like three Landos in there. Yeah, they probably wouldn't be happy about it. No, no, no. Especially like when you're going through and getting them McDonald's. In which case, Lando would be going right for your food. Well, actually, he associates uh, drive-throughs with treats because, like, when the only drive-through he really goes through is the. Dunn Brothers one, and he gets a pup cup. All right. And so he freaks the fuck out anytime, like, I pull into a drive-thru. <laughs> He's just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to get a pup cup. Except for the time he was, like, trying to go after your Taco Bell. After our Taco Bell. Everybody's yes. Taco Bell. He was going after everybody's Taco Bell. That was a problem. You should not have taken him with you. Well, you know, I did. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yeah. Um, an East Rochester 12-year-old has broken the Guinness World Record, or broken a Guinness World Record. Uh, Sean Lewis wrapped up a 36 hours of swinging on a swing set record, breaking the old record by three hours. Every four hours, he was allowed a 20-minute break. His family says that this has been a favorite habit of Sean. He's known for playing on his swing set and wanted to give it a try for the world record. When I put the rope swings up a, uh, years ago, he just fell in love with them, and he just... I think one day he was just thinking maybe there might be a record associated with it, and he looked it up and thought he could do it. So it's just a love of swinging, Sean's father, uh, Matt Lewis, said. His family says the toughest part of the swing uh, was swinging through the night as the hours went on, but he prevailed. Yeah. Maybe uh, his next record is going to be if he can beat the record for jumping the furthest off a swing. So... I can't tell if this is irresponsible for the parents or not. How old is he? 
12. <laughs> I mean, you probably shouldn't be letting your 12-year-olds, like, just sleep on a swing. Well, he had to be swinging the entire time. Wait, he had to swing the entire time? No, that's not, that's not responsible. Like, yeah, I, I, well, let's, let's see, um... Let's let's uh, let's let's. But they give him a break too. What? Uh, that's part of the record. All right, I need to um, record setter. No, I need. I I want to see Guinness record. I I need to see like what the uh, what the rules are. There we go. If I add the rules in there. Hmm. And what kind of swing? Like, could you do like that on a tire swing? Does it have to be a turn, certain type of swing? Well, that's and that's what I'm looking. Yeah. That's what I'm looking for. So, uh, GuinnessWorldRecords.com. Uh, all right. So they haven't updated the the thing yet. <gasps> oh, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. There's an age restriction. There's an age restriction. 16 years of age or over. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> Fuck you, 12-year-old. Well, this story <laughs> just had a bit of a downer ending for that 12-year-old. <laughs> but it's such a great ending for us. I love it. Your shit doesn't count, you stupid little kid. You're not better than me. <laughs> Wow, no, those parents are not responsible at all. <laughs> they probably should have looked up the rules. They didn't even them. do any fucking research. What, Dan, you want to go swing on that swing for the next 36 hours? That sounds great. How will you get us out of me and the old lady's hair? Right? But, but, it doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> 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 Why does destroying a child's dream make me so happy? Well, he gets to try again in four years. I mean, no, this this is going to break him. Like, this is going to psychologically break him. It's not fair. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking world, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We need to move into a discussion topic. Oh, do we have a discussion topic? I mean, I, I was thinking of one, and now I'm just like... So, did you uh, play on swings a lot as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I loved jumping off swings. Like, that was like... I think I was always told, like, you're not supposed to jump off swings. You're not supposed to jump off swings. And I remember even being on the, on the playground to be like, you're not supposed to do that. But, like, they didn't really. Last time I was on a swing, I hurt myself. Well, yeah, but you're probably a bit older. Well, it was it was a rope swing, and it was over a waterfall pool in Puerto Rico. Oh, and so it was just a piece of rope. Yeah, yeah, and well, with knots in it, and like yeah. my finger got caught on a knot and dislocated. <sighs> Sounds like but fun. I just popped it back in, and it swelled up real nice. So, <laughs> and now now like it still hurts every once in a while, and I'm sure it's fine. Oh yeah, because you just <laughs> popped it right back in there. So you definitely got it right. Yeah, I'm a doctor, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm, I'm a doc. I, I'm, I'm a doctor the same way that twelve year old is a Guinness World Record holder. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it 
shouldn't bring me this much joy. I'm sorry, listeners. I don't know why this makes me, like, I'm literally gleeful, and I shouldn't be. Like, I'm a fucking terrible person in this scenario. But also, their parents suck. Yeah, no, they should have uh, looked into a little bit more. Like, literally, it took me a 30-second Google search to realize there was an age cap. <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember like playing on swings. It was usually like my favorite thing to do on the playground. So, all right, I, here's here's I, I think we can segue right. this into a really good discussion topic. What is like the best playground setup? Like when when you were a kid, like so we, we can go a couple different ways with this. One, we can talk about like our favorite playgrounds to play on. I, um, I wouldn't be able to name one of those. Uh, or well, or usually type of like, or we could like build like the perfect jungle gym. Oh, well, I would have to say, like, my favorite, like, act playground activity was probably actually Lava Tag. That oh, is, my God. Lava Tag was the best. That it was, uh, the, when, you're do, when you're playing it where you can't walk on the platforms themselves, you can only do on, on all the side bits. That is so dangerous. So I, I have a question for you, Carlos. Like, yeah. this is, I mean, it's on topic, but um, so you remember that time you gave yourself a concussion on the slide? In St. Joseph. Didn't give myself a concussion. Did split my head open. Okay. Were we playing Lava Tag or were you just going down the slide? I think... I don't know why I was going up the slide. No, you were going down. No, I was going up. How did you give yourself a... Split your head open going up the slide? Because going up, there was the metal edge. Because, like, apparently they put a fucking metal edge on the slide. Oh, man. Ah, to be a teenager again. Yeah, that was... Like, why, why would you put a metal edge on the slide? That's dangerous. But anyways, yeah, that's... It's St. Joseph. What are yeah. you going to do? No, but uh, playing, like, Lava Tag, where, like, you can't t be on the platform, so you have to hop on the top of the slide. Oh, yeah, because the, the platforms and... are cheating. Also, like, you, you let them be on the plat... Like, yeah, like, you ha always have to be within reach of the tagger is kind of the thing. Or, like, be able to, like, monkey your way Oh, up. no, that's what it was. It was the uh, the tagger couldn't go couldn't do on the platforms, but they could climb on whatever the fuck they wanted. Oh, was that it? Yeah. Okay, that was it, yeah. So that, like, you can't just hide on the highest level, like, because yeah. they can get up there. Yeah, um, I remember the, uh, the, like, Lava Tank getting banned a few times in <laughs> elementary school, because, like, it got out of hand. Um, and then, so we, we played... We we invented a game kind of like Lava Tank, except we used uh, the football flags, and there was teams... Um, and we called it, uh, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I don't know why we did, because I think, I think, uh, my buddy Jake had just read that book. All right. And basically whoever was it was, uh, was Mr. Hyde. And he would like, and like when you, when he pulled your, your flag, you were out. Why can't it just be tag though? There's not a difference. Like the danger's in there still, right? Because you're still climbing on whatever the hell. Oh, no, but there were no restrictions. So, oh, but you like you you had to stay within like the jungle gym. All right, like that was the only that was the only restriction is like you had to stay within this area. Right. Uh, it was it was like uh, I don't know it was, yeah it basically like an elimination thing. All right. Yeah no I I'm like I remember playing soccer as a kid like it was like they was like all right yeah no we were playing soccer it's all there is no 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 uh, formations no nothing it's. Just like 30 kids on one side, 30 kids on the other. You got to kick the ball into the goal. 
And my strategy That's not soccer. No, it's it's just chaos. That's that's uh, no that's there's too many people on the field. No, it's way too many people on the field. And like I didn't know the rules of soccer. And I I was a guess a bit of a jackass because like I realized, hey, if I just kick the ball as hard as I can towards the goal, if and see people aren't gonna keep getting in my way, eventually they'll stop getting in the way. I mean, that is a jackass thing to do. And it worked. Well, I mean, if it works, then it's fine. Yeah, no, that there's no age restriction on that. No. Unlike unlike a swinging Guinness World Record. No, like a, this this fourth grader is going to be out there just kicking that ball as hard as they can towards that goal, and if somebody gets in the way, maybe they stop it then. But uh, maybe I can. Uh, it's going to bounce back. Maybe they stop it. Maybe they don't. If they stop it, it probably bounces back right towards me, mm-hmm. and I get kicked again. And they're probably not going to get away again. Nope. Yeah. No. Uh, Let's see, there's always the swings, of course, jumping off the swings. like uh, Yep, jumping off the swings, which was strictly verboten. Uh, we I, had, I actually we had, did ruin a pair of shorts because it, like, uh, it, like, it did get caught on the swing and just ripped. Uh, we had we had tetherball. Um, and then we also had, it was uh, like, it, it was like a pole with like a bucket with four thing or with, like four holes in it. And like you would throw the ball up and it would come out. I don't actually know what the game was but we would just throw it in and whoever got it like they would throw it back up <laughs> yeah i i know there's rules for that but i don't think i ever knew what the rules were yeah um and then we played a lot of four square a lot of four square and I, I i'm sure there's some playground pieces of equipment that were dangerous that i like were still around back then like like the, what uh, was what, what what's uh, that twirly thing called the spinny thing the uh the merry-go-round or the, the merry-go-round those are fucking dangerous. Oh, I, I didn't realize they were dangerous until like uh, in high school for a physics class. It was like, all right, we're going to get the whole class on here and we're going to spin it as fast as we can. It's like, oh, my God, I can barely stay on here. I'm falling off and you fall off. And it's like, how did nobody get injured during that class? So I, I smashed my face on a um, on a spring loaded uh, teeter totter. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, so. It was fine. So it was like a regular teeter totter, except it had like um, like a metal spring in it, mm-hmm. and so like it would it would like go up and down with like a little bit of like whoop whoop, you know, like a little bit of force, right? And my buddy got off, and it just like slammed me into the ground, and like my face like whiplashed into the thing, um, and then I I knocked uh, my tooth loose. And that, like, started this whole, like, chain of events where now I have a dead tooth. Oh, boy. Like, because it was an adult tooth that I just got. I was so proud of it. I was playing Take on the Playground once, and, uh, like, there was a metal bar that was at just the right height where I missed it, and I ran full bore right into it. Knocked me out. (laughs) What do you mean, just the right height where you missed it? Because I I just, like, it was just right above eye level. Carlos, I... I swear to God, you need glasses. This was in fourth grade. I was. I I know, but that still happens now. Like, listeners, Carlos can only see things in his eye line, and sometimes yeah, it he, turns out that I can only see things if it's where my eyeball can see. Well, no, no. Um, he 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 has zero situational awareness of anything. He has stepped on so much shit. He I'm has, a little bit higher off the ground than he that ha- stuff. He he has he has. Which is like if you can't see something six feet away. 
Well, but it's not an issue when it's six feet away. Um, he like I, he just he, he terrible it, situational awareness runs into things a lot. I don't run into things a lot. I'm sorry. How would how would you define it? I sometimes run into things. <laughs> and sits like three feet away from the TV. Like he he sits so close to the TV screen that moms would be like. That's not true. You're going to lose your that eyes. That is absolutely not true. We have a very long li- living room. If I'm playing a racing game, I move my seating to the middle of the living room. You set you set NES controller length away from that. That is not true. NES controllers <laughs> are very, very short. Like uh, To the point where like I don't know how... Oh, I have no idea how we played. Those are so short. <laughs> so short. <laughs> No, it's uh, only for uh, racing games. Like, uh, I really need to be closer to this, that TV because otherwise, it's, I just I can't do it. I need to have like I need to be, have the full vision of the course, and I have that better if I'm closer. You you but realize with other games the the same the, the TV is the same. The TV is the same, but depending on how far away you are, like the TV compared to your like vision, like it's smaller. Well, yeah, yeah, that, that's how perspective works. Yeah. No, but like, how do you, how do you not, how, how do you get a better, like, a, a, I guess a fuller view of the course? Because you can still see the entire thing when you're far back. Yeah, but like, I, it's not the same. Like, especially if I'm playing a racing game and I need to see every little detail. Why are you gonna hit like potholes or? Oh, I'm gonna hit those either way because I'm not good at racing games. But also, I don't think I don't think Need for Speed has potholes. No, it doesn't have. It does have uh, lots of objects. Though they they helped with this last one I've been playing, where most of the objects just break. Oh, okay. <laughs> that well, that's helps. helpful. That's, that's you, can, helpful. you can just plow right through trees. Yep. So uh, I learned I'm very bad at racing games. I was playing uh, uh, Forza Horizon, uh, like three, I think. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of like it. I was doing so bad. The game was like, you want us to make it easier for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, we noticed you lost 10 races in a row. Would you like us to drop the difficulty? No, in Need for Speed, I souped up that starting car as much as I could possibly soup it up. But I'm at the point, though, where it turns out that other cars you purchase can be souped up further. And so I can't get my uh, my power ranking any higher. I kind of want to know the origin of the term souped up. Because now I'm just thinking of Campbell's. This is probably Campbell's. They're like, we, we got to soup this stuff up. Soup it up. Right. Souped up etymology. Um, all right. According to Wiktionary, online, uh, online etymology dictionary has increased the horsepower of an engine, mm-hmm. um, probably from soup in slang sense of narcotic injected into horses to make them run faster. I did not know that. Learned a little something. Yeah, new right. Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah. So they would they would give soup to the horses. Oh, <laughs> you gotta soup the horses. That's uh, huh. That's kind of a terrible like or. <laughs> But it's interesting. Yeah, right? no, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I'll, we all know now that if you go out and win a horse race, you got to soup your horse up. You got to soup your horse. Yeah. Don't soup your horses, guys. That's not good for the horse. You got to soup up the horses, though. No, you can't do that. You got to get more horsepower in there. You got to soup them up. Car- Carlos, that's, you're, you're, you're drugging your horse. Do you, think, do you think that's why they call 
heroin horse? Well, honestly, they never should have sold me a horse in the first place. That was or irresponsible of them. Or do you think that was just because them. it started with an H? That was very irresponsible Wait, of them. Wait, you have a horse? No, but it would be irresponsible if somebody did sell me a yes, horse. Yes, where would you keep it? I don't know. I guess in the backyard, it's fenced in. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to be uh, keeping it for long though, because after I soup it up and it goes through a couple of races, I don't think uh, anybody's gonna let me keep it. I'll let you have a horse in the backyard. All right. It seems like it would like uh, take care of all the weeds. Yeah. No, I'm sure that's what happened. It would not be neglected at all by me. Why would you neglect your horse? Because I don't know. You could name it something fun like Buttercup. Out of sight, out of mind. And that horse is, just lives back there. That yeah. horse is not going to be out of sight. It's a horse. Yeah, but do you know how big horses are? It could be at the bottom of the hill. It could, maybe it's just going to live at the bottom of the hill. Have you ever ridden a horse? No. You have any desire to ride a horse? No. Um, horses haven't been very kind to na- people named Christopher, it turns out. There was one guy. There's just the one guy. Just yeah. the one guy. And it was pretty severe, though. Yeah, but it was mostly his hubris. How was it his hubris? Because he con- he convinced the world that he was Superman. Because he's a good actor. That was his job. <laughs> his job was to do that. Yeah, well, the horse doesn't know about acting. No. <laughs> Except for Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed knows all about acting. Oh, yeah, well, that's because that's the one horse that can talk. Yeah. Because a horse is a horse, of course, unless, of course, that horse is the famous Mr. Ed. (laughs) Until he he died because he got an overdose when being souped up. (laughs) Hello, Wilbur. (laughs) I actually never saw Mr. Ed. I mean, it was just a talking horse. No, yeah, I, I I know about it. I know it's about a talking horse, but it was that was actually not one of the old programs ever caught. What about Green Acres is the place to be? Which one's Green Acres? Uh, it's the city people who move out to the farm. I'm familiar with the song. I don't think I saw an episode of it. Okay. I saw the the one where like it's the city, the country people that moved to the city because they came rich. Well, that's 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 uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, no. I'm familiar with that. I've seen a couple episodes yeah. of that. I feel like uh, we've talked for 20 minutes about nothing. Yeah, we. that's what we have done. Uh, I mean, technically, we've talked to her an hour and ten minutes about nothing, but <laughs> nothing of consequence. Nothing of consequence. Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's do that. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week. Sorry about the uh, the weird uh, sneezing bits at the beginning. Uh, if if you uh, if you have an issue with it, please contact your local senator and tell him to eliminate ragweed uh, because it does nothing for anybody except make me ill. And that is a campaign we need to start. If you have any questions, comments, show ideas, or to have you, uh, go ahead and choose an email at feedback at blindestudios.com. Press on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindestudios. Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter at blindestudios.ninja. And again, if you have any complaints, contact your local senator. And I'll see you guys next week. Soup up your horses! No, no, don't do that. That's not, that's not real advice. Don't, don't, no, no. <laughs> <laughs>